The birth of Jesus as told by Dr. Luke in Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace amongst those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Will you please be seated? Now we come to that great moment. I hope for the unwrapping. It's a St. Paul's tradition. Uh, uh, so if you've got a present, it's time to unwrap it. Ah, uh, Dad over there is dishing out the presents. <laughs> So, Jonathan's got a big present. So, anyone want to tell us what they've got or share what they've got? Jemima, what have you got? (laughs) Ah, fragrance perfume set. Lovely. Yeah. What is this? Bath essence. Bath essence. That's lovely. 
Any of the young ones want to share, Jesse? What have you got? Oh, robotics. That looks very exciting. I know what you're going to be spending the rest of the day building. <laughs> and, uh, ah, lovely. What is it? It's a board game. That's right. So you're going to try and get Joseph to help you with that and mom and dad. Oh, Jonathan, that looks good. Every boy's dream. A, a fire lock. No, it's... Uh, what would you call them? It's yes, it's um, they do the lights on the <laughs> lampposts. <laughs> yeah. Any other presents? Lovely. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, cuddly toys. That's good. Sanger family. Any presents? What? 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 A Bible kit. A kit. Survival. Oh, survival kit. Oh, right. Oh, wonderful. Catherine. <laughs> Lovely. Makeup. Makeup. Ah, yes. Good to know. Any other presents? Oh, oil diffuser. Well, that's good. That's lovely. Make your room smell beautiful. <laughs> Any other presents here? Ah, practical. Oh, ski gloves. Oh, oh I think you've got the present coming ahead. A skiing holiday. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing all those presents with us. Well, let's pray and uh, we'll have a short talk. Lord, we thank you for all the presents we've received from our loved ones and those yet to come. Thank you for their generosity and love in thinking of us and wanting to show their love to us through these presents. But we thank you again for the gift of yourself, Emmanuel. And as we open up your word, we ask that you would be with us and continue to live in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, some of you have had the pleasure of already opening a present, but many people, I hope, most of us, will have the pleasure of opening our own presents later on today if we already haven't had the pleasure of opening one. Maybe your tradition is that once you get home from church, you open the presents, or maybe it's after lunch, or some people it might be after, I was going to say the Queen's speech, but it's no longer the Queen, the King's speech. Um, it's funny how these things stay with you because all our Book of Common Prayer books have got it printed, Her Majesty, and you have to consciously remember that there's been a change after 70 odd years. But most of us will get to open all our presents later on today. Does anyone, by any chance, ever keep a present open over to Boxing Day? No, we're all too... Oh, well done! One or two? Yes, one or two people keep some of the pleasures. They're very, very measured people, very good people. <laughs> Keeping some of the delights for tomorrow. Well, most of us like the thrill of opening all of them all the time, especially if it's a surprise or to make sure it's what we actually asked for. But today I want to talk about a present most of us have received, but whisper it quietly, have neglected to unwrap. You see, the most precious, precious present we can ever receive 
the very best gift is the present of his presence. The present of his presence. The presence of Jesus in your life, in my life. Many of us receive this most valuable gift when we invited Jesus into our lives. Maybe we were a young child. Maybe we were a teenager. Or maybe we were even a young adult. We said these words are similar. Lord Jesus Christ, come into my life. Come and be my Lord and personal saviour. Forgive me my sins. Cleanse me. Sanctify me. And make me pure and whole again. Amen. When we said those words, a word similar, Jesus took us at our word and gave us the most precious gift of salvation. Being saved from the consequences of our sin, but also the allied intimately allied and linked gift of his presence in us. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus living in us through the Holy Spirit. Now Jesus had talked about this before he died. He'd said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. So God is in you. And Jesus, in fact, in that same chapter of John, John chapter 14, says this, those who love me will keep my word and my father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. So at Christmas, we're celebrating two things. The coming of the baby Jesus, bringing us the gift of salvation, but equally as important, the present of the presence of Jesus. It's kind of tongue twister. The present of the presence of Jesus. But it's well worth remembering. You see, I said at the beginning, most of us have not yet unwrapped this most precious present of the gift of Jesus, the gift of the Spirit. Now, I guess that's unfair to some. Many of you, I know, are striving and yearning for more of God, more of the Spirit. But in reality, most of the presence in my life as well still lies underneath unseen, unheard, below the wrapping paper around it? Have we been actually eager to get to know the indwelling Holy Spirit, to recognize and hear his voice, to have conversations with him as you would with your loved one, to allow him to decide what you do, what we do with our lives in terms of living it for his glory? Have we taken up his invitation to explore the gifts of the Spirit? Another box of gifts within the Holy Spirit. I had a picture of Russian dolls. You know the ones where you open a door and there's another door inside and another door. And that's what the Holy Spirit is like. Because 
you unwrap the external wrapping, which is, and then as you delve in, there is always more. There's always more. First Corinthians 12 lists a whole gift, a whole list of gifts of the Spirit. And God's Word tells us that we should earnestly seek and desire these gifts of the Spirit. The word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the gift of prophecy, the gift of faith, the gift of healings, the working of miracles, the discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, and not least, the interpretation of tongues. These and many other gifts of the Spirit are mentioned as being vital, necessary for the believer and the body of Christ to grow together in maturity. Have we unwrapped the gift of his presence? Do we actually seek and desire his presence to be evident in every area of our lives? Do we actually want to be obedient to his call to seek him with all our strength? I know I find it difficult and I guess most of us do. But there is no other option. Are we seeking him, even if it means sacrificing the things we hold dear, our jobs, hobbies, ways of living, because we know that his ways are better and that he may be calling us to live alternate lifestyles. Jesus has given us the best present ever, the present of his presence to live within each believer. Isn't Christmas the time to celebrate his coming by vowing to unwrap his presence in your life? By seeking to know him better, learning to listen to him. If you've never heard his thoughts in your mind, learn to listen to him. Very few of us will hear him audibly Most of the time, it's his thoughts coming in and us being able to listen to him and even have a dialogue with him. Seek him in your individual prayer. Seek him if you pray with others in house groups or other prayer triplets or or groups. Why not seek him by making decisions, conscious decisions, to go to Christian conferences where Encounters with Jesus are being sought. Why not do a course like the School of Supernatural Life at Eastgate, which many of our congregation have done in the past? Or why not read people who are themselves wanting more of God? Bill Johnson in the States, but Simon Ponsonby's book, we've had Simon here before in the past, more. Do you want more of him? Just don't leave the greatest present you've been given unwrapped and unused. Jesus died that you might have it all. So make 2023 the year of going after God, the year of unwrapping all the gifts that he has in store for you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for the physical gifts we'll receive today from our families and friends. But we thank you above all 
for the gift of your presence, the present of the presence of the living God. Come, Lord, afresh to everyone who desires to know more of you, who wants you, who wants to hear you, because there's nothing like you. Just one touch from you makes our whole body come alive. Just one touch from you takes us into a place of peace and joy and contentment that nothing in the world can provide. So Lord, help each one of us unwrap the present you give us, yourself, today and always. May we always desire more and more and more of you. In Jesus' name, amen.